Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. Kevin Ac, Padres beat writer. Jay Posner, sports editor of the Union Tribune. My boss, Jay, big doings this week. Later in the week, the Dodgers. Four games, Dodger Stadium. Starting tonight, two games. Tonight, tomorrow afternoon, a little, I think Jeff Sanders in his preview uh, slideshow said pit stop. It's a pit stop in Arizona. But in that pit stop, it uh, is uh, looking like we'll see Manny Machado in some capacity. Uh, maybe a, a pinch hit opportunity, uh, you know, uh, presents itself. Uh, if uh, he's made incredible progress, then perhaps he could DH. But running the bases, that's not something that uh, seems likely. But uh, regardless, uh, this is uh, what's this is where they're at. And the reason I start with Manny Jay is that offense. It kind of um, it looked like it was going to be okay, and then against the Phillies, in particular against the bullpen, it really needs Manny Machado. It did, although Sunday, to me, Sunday's loss goes into the bad loss category. I mean, you, they scored five runs in that game. I mean, they got a they got a huge hit from C.J. Abrams. I mean, that's the kind of game, and nothing You're against right. C.J. Abrams, but right now he just doesn't look like the C.J. Abrams that we know we're going to see in a couple of years, or expect to see in a couple of years. He came up with a huge hit in that game. They scored five runs. They had you Darvish on the mound. You got to win that game. I thought Darvish... Kind of was a little bit of a letdown. If you can pick between going six and seven, you'd really like to see him go seven. Uh, facing a lineup without, I mean, let's face it, Bryce Harper might be the best player in the National League. Uh, he's certainly in the discussion for it. They were missing him. And Nabil Chrismat, who's been fantastic, got lit up. I mean, there, you know, there's mm-hmm. nothing else you can you can say about it. And, you know, he was, I guess, you know, he's not going to have, you wouldn't expect him to have a 1.2-something ERA all year long, and sooner or later he was going to have a game like that. And unfortunately for the Padres, it happened, you know, real quick. I mean, it was uh, it was like three batters, and the game was over. I mean, it felt like the game was over. Whenever the Padres were behind mm-hmm. in these games on Saturday and Sunday, I think they were only down like two runs in both games. But it just felt like so much more, like they had done what they could do. And the Philly bullpen isn't that good. No. The, Padres, the Padres went one for 30 last weekend against the Phillies bullpen. Eric Cosmer got a hit on Sunday and after they were like, oh, I think I tweeted they were like 0 for 23 and Hosmer got a hit right away. Uh, it was just a sort of a bad, I guess a bad performance, a weird game, the kind of game that they should, uh, that, that they should win. But you got to sure. move on from that. And the offense before that in the Philly series was not, was not no. good. No, uh, there are four games yeah. in that series. And the only one they won, they won one to zero. Yeah, and and the Phillies left all kinds of runners on base uh, in that game. There was great pitching by including Chris Matt and Garcia, who both you know gave up runs on Sunday. They were great on Friday, and and Taylor Rogers survived a little bit of a shaky, a shaky ninth, and got Kyle Schwarber out to to win the game. The guy who caught, who you know won the game on Sunday for the Phillies. But yeah, the offense certainly needs Manny, or if they're not going to have Manny, they need guys like Luke Voigt. Uh, or and some other guys to you know to be better and Voight has been pretty good lately, but he was not good. Um, he was not good over the weekend. And a couple other guys uh, slumping and Trent Grisham being out, you know, didn't help. I mean, I think we we saw a little bit of why Jose Ozocard plays mainly against lefties. Um, mm-hmm. That's where he belongs. It's like Nomar Mazara. Nomar Mazara plays mainly against righties. I mean, there's a reason uh, why that happens. And, and um, yeah, you move on. It's a pit stop, but it's big. I mean, you you got two games here, and you can't just 
can't just I you know I can sit here yesterday afternoon and map out pitching matchups against the Dodgers, uh, which I did, and um, and very excited in particular about Sunday. You Darvish and Clayton Kershaw is how it looks right now. The Padres uh, will have Musgrove opening that series on Thursday, but we'll have much more to, much more time to talk about that on Thursday. In the meantime, Sean Mania has pitched very well twice against the Diamondbacks this year. Uh, Zach Gowan, whose opponent tonight, pitched very well last week. Uh, that was the game where, you know, Manaya gave up a single that somehow turned into two earned runs against him. And Gowan gave up a fly ball to left field that, you know, turned into a double. So it was that, it was that weird game. And I think Gowan struck out 11 in just six innings. So he obviously threw well. And then tomorrow is sort of the Clevenger Nick Martinez combination, I would think, depending on how far Covenger could go. It worked out very well the last time against Madison Bumgarner, who still has not had a whole lot of success against the Padres since shifting to uh, to Arizona. So there's the there's the brief setup that I can that I can come up with. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, difficult to get uh, excited very much about the Diamondbacks, especially when a Dodgers series uh, follows. But I, I'm committed to to focusing just here on the next couple of days and, and the state of the team right now. Uh, and as well as I, I didn't look up the numbers, but I've been to the games as well as the Padres have done. And they have there's no division opponent. They beat up more at home than the Diamondbacks. They right. have had like nightmare games and nightmare series. Obviously, they took three or four to start this season, uh, but uh, at, at Chase Field, they got no hit here last August. Uh, mm-hmm. They got they got swept in 2020. It's, it's well, a, even the game, a tough place. Even, even the game they lost this year to yep. start to start the season was it, it looked like a continuation of what we've what we've seen in the past. You know, blowing the first game because their closer couldn't get here in time, or, or had it wasn't that he couldn't get here, but he had pitched a bullpen the day before because he didn't know he's going to get traded. Yeah. Uh, that kind of stuff, but yeah, they did. They did play well after that, and and pitched really well in uh, uh, in that series, and 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 then did really well last week against Arizona with a couple of you know low scoring wins, and then a big uh, a big blowout win in the finale on uh, on Wednesday. But yeah, I mean Arizona's they have some dangerous players. It's not like you can just walk in there and and expect to uh, you know expect to win a couple games uh, while barely playing. So the yeah, the Padres need to show up, and if Machado's not going to be in the lineup, then they need some guys to uh, to hit the ball. And and I'm not going to – let's start there with Machado. I'm not going to rule anything out on this guy. I want to make it very clear that this is day nine, and anybody besides Machado would have been on the injured list, but Manny Machado did not want to go on the injured list. And if he can play in day nine, they said from the start, look, if this guy can play in day nine, if he can give us a pinch hit appearance, um, if he right. can DH – we're going to keep him off the injured list, and I think that we knew why, and we've seen why. Uh, this team gets down. It, it feels like – I know they've had them uh, – like, I don't know what it is now, but, uh, you know, they're one of the top three in comeback wins. Well, that includes mm-hmm. when they go down one to zero in the first right. inning. Right. When they go down late, they don't – and when they give up leads, they are no better than your average team uh, when they give up a lead and they're, or when they're trailing, say, after the fifth. Um and, and to me, that's troubling. And one of the trends that I'm seeing here is, is a little like last year. They can't get people going at the same time. Uh, other than you had Jerickson Profar and Jake Cronenworth, and it's why June started out so successful to a large part. Oh, and also Trent Grisham down at the bottom of the lineup. So you finally had a little length with Luke Voigt hitting a little bit. Um, and Manny was in there. 
Uh, that's really the only portion of this season for a couple weeks there where you had three, four guys going at the same time. Cronenworth, Boyd have been, you know, not good this week, and Manny's right. out. And, oh, my gosh, the catchers. Your, your, your catchers are doing so good, you're putting both of them in there every game. Of course, you have no yeah. choice. But nonetheless, Austin Nola is hitting. Austin Nola is getting on base for about a month now. Jorge Alfaro, you're getting far more than you ever thought you were going to get out of him for, you know, the past month in particular. Um, but much like last year, it's very streaky. Um, and, you know, that that's a problem that, that you know, Good teams put together more good streaks than what the Padres have done for the last season and a half. Right. And it would have been interesting on Sunday. I had this thought, and I, I don't know if it's something you, you know, you I know you weren't there, and and uh, it, it'd be interesting if, if Bob Melvin would say whether this would have happened. But in the eighth inning, they were down seven to five, and Hosmer got that hit that I mentioned uh, off of Jose Alvarado, who throws like 102, but you never know where the ball is is going and and nola grounded out and then voight came up and and i believe he i believe voight pinch hit um in that situation yes. and he struck out and then kim was up and i wondered if kim had gotten on base in that situation abrams was due up next would we have seen manny in that spot and it would have and i was it was really hoping that kim would would do something and get on base um and he actually hit the ball hard but it was right at center fielder. But I, I was just, it was, it was just like killing me to find out if that's where man, if Manny would have actually been available for that spot because it would have been the perfect spot. There were two outs. Um, nowhere they, to they put him. Put, there was right nowhere to put him. They could have put Alcantara in in for him, even to pinch run because he was going to have to come in the game anyway. And uh, it just, uh, it could have been a great moment. Uh, and unfortunately, it didn't. Uh, it didn't happen. But I, I wonder if we'll get a moment like that tonight. As you said, I mean, if Manny could come in and D, if could serve as the DH, that would be a, a real bonus. I wouldn't count on it, but uh, I wouldn't rule it out either. But you know, there's no question they need him back. And if, if, as you said, if he can be back on day nine or day ten, then I guess it's worth it. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know that his taking up a roster spot in this situation. Has had a has has been a huge negative right. for the Padres. I mean, I think it hurt a little bit the last couple of days because Grisham was also in, you know not capable of 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 hitting at least it looked like so. But let's face it, there's not a lot of bench activity. There we go. Anyway, so you know if you're going to send up a Triple A guy in that spot, I'm not sure it makes a big it makes a big difference. It coincided. Uh, now, if, if he's going to be out another week, then that's a different story. It coincided perfectly with pitchers, uh, with rosters having to have been changed where you could only have 13 pitchers. His injury right. happened on Sunday. What was that? The 19th. On the 20th, teams had to be down to 13 pitchers. So the Padres swapped out. Reese Kinnear brought C.J. Abrams up, and they had a three-man bench because Manny they had a four-man bench technically, but Manny Machado's not available. So they've yeah. been playing with a three-man bench for a month before that because, right. because they've been carrying 14 pitchers, like most teams, but especially them since they have seven starters on there. So it really – I was thinking about that this morning. Like, can you argue? Okay, sure. In theory, you could say there were a couple times where having another bench player could matter. But you nailed it, Jay. Who? Who, who who was going to be better than, than what they had? Who was going to be better than sending up the guy that was already in the game? If he were if he were going to be better, he'd be here. Okay. I, yeah. I you know, because Sergio Alcantara is here because 
there's nobody else. All right. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, defender, but they need bats. Exactly. And if they had one, that guy would be here. Right. And, and I, I just think in that, uh, how often did, when they had the three man bench, how often did all three guys play? Um, you know, it's not, not terribly often unless they went into extra innings, which did. I and certainly Bob Melvin would take advantage of that if he had it, but, I think he would also be one of the first to at least indicate to you. He might not say it, but uh, is, what am I going to do here? Uh, Yeah. Uh, But if he had it, he would use it. But right now that's just the way it is. And that's why, I mean, look, still contend that that Manny's coming back. Fernando Tatis Jr. uh, We'll see what sort of progress he's going to make this week. But after the all-star break, still a target, as long as he starts to do a little bit more this week. But the Padres are searching for a bat. And, you know, oh, by the way, Will Myers today, I think, will be a big day in terms of what is Will's next step. He's been running. Uh, is he going to swing here for a little with the team for a little bit, do a rehab, come back before the All-Star break? They've got people coming back. They need a bat and they're looking for one. Right. So. And we're, you know, we're three weeks from the break, 19 games left before uh, the All-Star break. There's, I guess, one one day off there next the sixth, right? Yeah, the sixth as I look at it. So 19 games and all of them against West teams. Two of them are against Seattle. Uh, the other 17 are against all four teams in the National League West. So it's a good, you know, there's not any there's not any hard travel. You know, they had an easy flight to Phoenix um, and it's an easy flight to L.A. and a bus ride home and then they have to go to Denver in a couple of weeks, but that's really all there is. So it's, it's a kind of a, a stretch. It's sort of a stretch run, the first stretch run, sort of a mini stretch run here to, uh, to get to the break and, and where you're not going to have Tatis and you're not going to have Machado at hundred percent, because even if he's able to DH, you're still not going to have him in the field, you know, for a while. But uh, you know, look, all these, all these teams and, and everybody goes through this sort of uh, this sort of thing. And the Padres are still 45 and 30. And uh, atop the wild card standings, so uh, but you, you don't want to let things get away from you, I guess. It's no, and, to, to, and I to, saw this quote from Dave Roberts the other day, and I'm wondering, Jay, what you thought. And it was um, here's the the Dodgers have had some surprising results against uh, some teams. Uh, yeah, like last was, night they got shut out at Coors Field. <laughs> and and Dave Roberts was talking about the West, top to bottom, and I I would imagine that you know. Uh, any manager in the AL East might say the same thing. Any manager in the NL East might say the same thing. And these are the kind of things you kind of roll your eyes at a lot because they get a lot of play and it's like, is it really true? Okay. Just cause some guy said it. Oh, he was talking about top to bottom, the West being the toughest. And I would say from the Padres perspective, given that the Rockies beat the crap out of them, uh, that that is true. <laughs> um, I think that the West is a bear. Take a look at the bottom, the bottom team's record, and you don't get a day off. Take a look at the bottom team in the central, both centrals. Take a look at the bottom team in the, the, um, the East. Uh, you know, although the Orioles are coming on in the AL East. Yeah, I would say the AL East is better yes, right now. AL East is, come on. I mean, top I mean, four. But the fact that you don't get a day off, plus when you go to Coors Field, it is a wild card. This right. is a this is a really tough division. This is a this is a big stretch. I don't want to make too much out of that Dodger series coming up, but I think we can make a lot out of what you just said. The next nineteen games. Yeah, and I, I think you know you throw in you throw in Seattle, which which has not been is. Uh, has sort of underachieved lately. Although it's interesting, I'm, I'm looking at Seattle's 34 and 41, but their run differential is only minus eight. So they've obviously been in a lot of, uh, you know, in a lot of close games. 
Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to this stretch to see uh, to see how the Padres hold up and and uh, you know can the pitching continue to to carry them and and you know a couple shaky shaky ish starts I guess if you want to put it I mean Blake Snell is still Blake Snell and I don't know when we're gonna you know if when if ever we're gonna see the Blake Snell that we saw at the end of last year before before the injury but the Blake Snell of August I guess you would you would say he looked good the other night and then he you know and then he didn't I thought Gore pitched pretty well although as, as you noted his velocity is still down just a little bit uh, he got in a little bit of trouble but he was able to pitch his way out of it he got Harper out couple times in in big situations uh you know i we're still clevenger still working his way back um and you know the other guys are are solid i mean obviously we talked musgrove had a bad outing but uh that's he was he wasn't going to have 32 great starts he's just keeping himself this, affordable this that's that's all he's just that must little, that must be uh that was a little gift a little negotiating yeah. tactic there um in the last nearly three weeks, Jay, I think we're talking about 17 games now. This The Padres, who I think still – well, I know they still lead the major leagues in quality starts. It's either by one or two, and it used to be by six before this mm-hmm. three-week stretch. The Padres in the 17 games have six quality starts, and three of those are by Darvish, then one each by Musgrove, Manaya, and Snell. Yes, Blake Snell. Their ERA is like fourth or fifth worst in uh, among starting pitching uh, in the majors in that time. And so it hasn't been great. And given the offense, what we spent the first 15 minutes of this thing talking about <laughs> is, you know, that's what they've hung their hat on. When Manny went out, it was like everyone's got to step up and all the cliches there. Okay, that's yeah. true. But the number one thing most guys talked about and people in the organization, we still got our starting pitching. Right. So. Yeah, no, it's true. And, and and then, you know, like I said, Musgrove did have a bad start in that time frame. You know, I thought uh, Manaya had a great start. I mean, you know, I, I've made it clear those runs that he gave up last week should not have been earned. Certainly, uh, uh, we don't know how the rest of the inning would have gone, but, but you know, gave up a couple of hits there. Darvish was good, but not at his absolute best on Sunday. Um, you know, the Clevenger-Martinez double team was a good, uh, you know, worked out uh, – worked out well so but it's a test it's a test this week i mean pitching in phoenix is not easy and you know that lineup has has a few dangerous guys and then you've got four games in la and we we know what the dodgers do to to most teams i mean they weren't able to grind down uh cool last night for uh for colorado but most of the time they you know they grind they grind pitchers and they and they make you use your bullpen and and you know the padres will go in there with with musgrove gore snell and darvish as their as their four guys and it'll be it'll be a test they won't see Urias. he'll be the one dodger pitcher that they miss because he pitches tomorrow but you know they're gonna have to see kershaw they're gonna have to see gonsolin and uh those guys have uh those guys have been pitching well this year yeah so we don't want to get i, I promised myself we were going to get a yeah, lot of times we I, do that especially I, when the dodgers know, are coming it. up but no it's, it is it's big and it's it's you know and like we said this is a pit stop and i think uh you know I've never made it a secret how I feel about uh, the Diamondbacks, their uniforms, their ballpark, their dirty old ballpark with the roof. And oh, thank goodness for the roof. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be knocking that roof when it's 105 outside. So they always give the outside temperature and then the inside, 77 degrees inside. Thank you very much. The bad thing is when it's under 100, sometimes they open the roof because it's still the field still stays cool, right? Right. 
Um, and it's nice and the players like it. And it is a much better ballpark with the roof open, like all of them are. Uh, but the press box gets hot because it's it's up. And I don't know if you knew this, Jay. If you didn't, then you're welcome. But heat rises. That's, a, that's really? science. Um, so, yeah. You know, he, they say you learn something. They say you learn something every day, and I I know I can usually count on that. If I can't find it anywhere else, I can find it from find something from you. That's that right. I can, that I can learn. So thank you. Thank that, you. That, that, that's right. Yeah. So uh, look, the Padres have made a a living this year. They uh, on feasting on bullpens. So okay, yep. whatever. Manny was out. You know, Cronenworth's going through a little thing, and and they and they weren't. But uh, that was that was remarkable on Saturday. Thirteen straight to end the game. And what was it? 16 of 17 to end yesterday's game where against a bullpen that wasn't in the, well, they're in the top 10 now, but they weren't in the top 10 when they came to San Diego. (laughs) Yeah. Well, getting, getting 29 out of 30, getting 29 out of 30 guys out helps. uh, helps No, I'm wrong. Wait a minute. It was the other way around. They were in the bottom 10. Now they're no longer in the bottom 10 of okay. bullpens in, in okay. ERA and average and that sort of thing. But yes, uh, but they that's even worse. Uh, but hey, <laughs> it, it, it happens. Yeah. But what do we say? Uh, what do we say before we wrap up about? No, it's, it's all Dodgers. The guys I want to talk about, Blake Snell. We got a lot to talk about on Thursday. Look, Jay, I think 23 minutes is fine on the Diamondbacks. What do you say? I, I think that's good. And uh, I, I think you can... Get yourself some lunch and then uh, prepare for that that long walk over to the ballpark, where hopefully you won't melt in that one block or whatever it is you have to uh, you have to walk. And we will talk to you on Thursday from Los Angeles. Thanks, everybody.